You're listening to All Talk with Hello Sport on SEN. This week, our guest is former NRL player Justin Horro. All right, punters and dribblers, welcome back to All Talk with Tom and Eddie from the Hello Sport podcast. Uh, back for another week, another yarn. This man is a former rugby league player of some note, played for the Parramatta Eels and the Manly Seagulls and the NRL. Went over and played, I think, for Wakefield, Trinity and Catalan's Dragons in the Super League. Upon retirement, came back to Australia and has kicked off a burgeoning career in the media, new media, much like us, in the podcast game, part of the YKTR team and YKTR Sports. He has a the YKTR Sports show with him and Willie Mason talking all things rugby league during the season. He is uh, one of the great humans of all time. Uh, a friend of ours and a dribbler of note. The one and only Justin Horrow, The Scope. Thanks for oh, coming well. on, man. Thanks for having me, boys. It's always good to be back here. It's always good to have you here. Um, it was funny because we were talking about getting you on and it was like, well, we spent a lot of time together in the sort of the podcasty, you know, whether it's a live stream or whatever, but we've never, we're just always like shooting the shit about something that's going on, but never really heard about we, you know your past your history where you come from where'd you grow up you um, like you're a kid you born in auckland born in auckland new zealand um and dad moved over and played for Parramatta. originally we moved from auckland to england he played at salford for a couple of years in the uk super mm. league and then we uh when i was three we moved back to australia and we i grew up in like western sydney out st Clair way near penrith so you've had like a full footy life like Footy's every, yeah, footy's you know? been everything. Yeah, my mum has been around footy for nearly 40 years. 40 years? 40 Wait, years. How right? old were you when you moved to Western Sydney? Uh, three. So three, we come straight for like a, I don't think... I Do don't, you remember living in the UK? No. Is that where you went? No. So yeah, UK, too yeah. young, too young UK. Earliest memories, probably around like five or six, going to the footy with dad at Parramatta. Uh, he played his first three years at Parramatta, three or four years at Parramatta maybe. And then he played for the Magpies, and then we went back for the Warriors. So by the time he went and played for the Warriors, I was like 10 and 11. Really started appreciating it then, like what I was in. Mm. But I grew up around footy, so I sort of took it for granted. Like I'd be around mates, and if Dad would have um, like footy teammates around, or would go train or play touch with some of his mates, I just thought it was normal. So, mm. um, you know, all throughout my footy career, it's been like that. But as you get older, you appreciate it more for sure. In the sheds and stuff after yeah. games. You yeah, know, training used to muck around with uh, – because I was that kid, like the, pretty much the oldest kid. By the time I got to the Warriors, like a few of the younger players used to take the mickey out of me or, or like I'd go to training. And um, Do you remember a guy – do you remember a guy called Joe uh, Vaganar? Yeah. Do you know Nigel Vaganar? The one oh, yeah, I know Nigel He was the Grouse Centre. He had a younger brother, Joe, and like he would – hang me up on the, the chins bar at training or something like <laughs> until I couldn't get I'd have to fall, I'd start crying and <laughs> stuff like that. But I'd be around the gym heaps with dad yeah. in um like the uh school holidays and whatnot. But uh yeah, so like I just grew up around footy my whole life and it served me well as like as I got a little bit older because, you know, I think as you take steps and you and you start playing footy, some guys get a little bit like starstruck or, you mm. know, deer in the headlights yeah. when it gets to, like, going through the grades. But because I had dad, I was always around first graders. Mm. So I, th- I think it, like, you know, really helped me out as I got older. When did dad play for Parramatta? In 1990, he just missed the golden era. So just he was, he, yeah, he was on, uh, just like me as well, missed the golden <laughs> era at Manly. Um, but, yeah, he just missed, uh, like, at the back end of, like, Peter Sterling, Brett Kenny, Peter Wynn and all those. All those guys were a little bit older by the time he got to Parra. They had some rough years. 
and uh, it continued all the way up until me playing. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then so he had spent the four years, 94. He had a year, I don't know if he had a year or two, maybe a year with Tommy Rodonicus at West, which mm. he loved. Um, and then he was in the second season of the inclusion of the Warriors. So that was pretty special too, obviously being a Kiwi. Mm-hmm. And then um, and being a part of that, I think he's... Um, yeah, number 25 or number 26, New Zealand Warrior of all time. What Hectic. position was it, your old man? Lock. He's Lock. O- yeah, yeah. He was the opposite of me. Hard Would work, you, toilet. better than you? Yeah, yeah. Well, you so, so we've got this Yeah, who's, thing. who's like, who's the man? <clears throat> we, yeah, we got this thing before. It's like, he played for the Kiwis, right? So um, I think he would have played about 15, 16 tests, a couple okay. of World Cups. Okay. Locked it down with Joey in a scrum. Like, he loves bringing yeah, that one up. Okay. <laughs> me and Joey in the World Cup in, in 95 or whatever it is. Uh, he was playing hooker at the time because they had a few injuries, um, but he never played finals footy. So, so that's right, where I so got. That's in. where you get. I got finals. I got the GF. Uh, so it's yeah, we, it's it's pretty funny. Like me and my dad both played exactly 120 games each. Oh really? Did yeah. you really? Yeah, and we both debuted against the Tigers. So it's pretty. It was it's pretty funny actually. Uh, like yeah, that, and for Parramatta, I'm surprised stuff. you didn't play for the Kiwis. And I mean. When you look at the Kiwis, <clears throat> historically, like, this is almost going to sound like I'm hanging shit on you. Was there someone particularly hectic that was keeping you out of the side? Yeah, really good players. The closest I come in 13, we went to the GF. That's what a- I mean, right? You're playing in, like, one of the fucking best teams in the country. Yeah, but, like, the one that I didn't make, so you had, like, um, Sonny, Sonny Bill. Well, okay. Uh, he goes all right. Yeah, he's all right. Um, sure. yeah. <laughs> Kevy Proctor was killing it at Melbourne yeah. during that period. yeah. Uh, Tohu Harris just hit the scene at Melbourne. He was there. Simon Mannering, one of the best Warriors yeah, of all time. Right, okay. So we've always been pretty stacked in yeah, the back row. Um, <laughs> Cutler, like, Cutler boys. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and there's probably more that I'm even forgetting, like Frankie Pritchard. Yeah, there's some guns that that's have played true. back row. Yeah, so I got the call from Steve Kearney, which was pretty cool too, considering like I fell out of favour with Steve Kearney at Parramatta. And then he was coaching the Kiwis and he gave me a call and said, look, you're a you're in consideration. Um, enjoy the week, the GF. If if you weren't playing the GF, you would have been part of the squad, and then he's gonna um, cut you afterwards. Cut yeah, cut me <laughs> after again. Yeah. Just bring me up to cut yeah, me just again. Cut you again. But Another um, opportunity. Yeah, Look, no, listen, no, mate, we're cool, bringing cool. you in to cut you. Yeah. <laughs> we are bringing you in. It was cool because he played with my old men as well. So that was again like a full circle thing. How do you know when a coach is off you? Like, it's easy. Do they start? <laughs> do they start brushing you? Like, yeah, like you just um, like where you get like uh, you won't get a you won't get a hello and shit. Like, yeah, what, so, what does it get to? So early, the <laughs> most the most um the, the earliest signs are when you when you're flowing in with the, the start in thirteen to seventeen at training, and and there's a clear cut like in the preseason there might be a period where there's like a filling out period where everyone's available. Like in the first two or three weeks, doesn't matter if you played. Oh, I suppose actually to it, like with the, the older guys, they're pretty much set. But guys are one game to 100. You pretty much know you're a chance to – well, you feel like you're a chance to make the team. Mm. After a while, you realise who the 13 are, 17. If, you, if you're down the bottom, then the team changes around. But if you stay at the top like, a, like we were at Manly, you, you know who the 1 to 17 is every week. You find out at training when you're at Parramatta because then I'm like not getting subbed in. It gets really harsh when they start like you're not even a part of video. So like <laughs> – Preparing for games, right? So there might be what they do is they'll have the one to seventeen, and they'll have like five guys that are thereabouts, and it might be like cover for an outside back, cover for a half, cover for a back row, and then you go from like a starting guy, like I knew the writing was on the wall. Two thousand twelve started. Two thousand twelve got dropped after the first game. 
And then after like round three, I wasn't even part of the five that was watching video. So, yeah, right. <laughs> so that's when you find out like, all right, I'm going to have to start looking around here. <laughs> how, do you, how do you know when you're not like, do you have to get invited to the video sessions or do you turn up, you know, turn yeah, up and they go, mate, you're not needed today? No, no, like, so they try to, they try to do it the best way possible. Like they'll be, just be like, um, he, he might name the squad on, on, on a Tuesday. And this is just not, um, Steve Kearney, I think this is pretty generic. Like this would, this would be most teams as you as you go around, and he'll go like, all right, give one to seventeen. This is one to seventeen for this week. That would have been named on the list. And he goes, um, Eddie, Tom, Scope, you stay behind. All the other boys, you can go out with Donny Singe, or yeah, just say if that's the trainer that yeah. you, you recognise. Donny, take the rest of the boys, get them started. They can get into like there's like six or seven dudes, man. <laughs> and you just like training with Donny, and Donny knows. Or at the time it was Craig Catterick, and he's just like everyone knows you're on the outer when yeah, you're in yeah. those groups. Everyone is it that all six of you are. Or out there you're really young and you're enthusiastic, right? So those are the guys that like. So there's. 20 to 21 year olds and they don't care because they're like might not have played first grade but if you're like at my point I was 25, 26 so I'm like oh, I'm back with the rooks again yeah. you know like this isn't a good sign